As the light turned violet, I began to look around. The four eyes looked at me without a sound. How long were you hidden in there? I asked. The younger of the two answered in a whisper. A long time. We will have to deal with this smell first. I will have to leave you hidden somewhere and go and see what I can find. We will go under that hedge, said the older of the two, showing a strong spirit I was not expecting. I nodded. I will be as quick as I can, I smiled at them. They moved over to the hedging and forced their way under it. Even I could not tell they were there, except for the smell. Catherine said, looking into the distance. She was back in the room for the moment. She said, N I said nothing in case I disturbed her trend of thought. I must sit in stillness, thought Paula. Catherine began to speak again. It dawned on me we hadn't even exchanged names yet. I'm Catherine. I'm Abby, and my sister is Sonia. We are so happy to meet you. I walked up the back lane. It widened when I turned the corner. It became a square with the backs of the houses on four sides. There was a communal pump in the centre with four wooden benches, one on each side. I looked around. It was still very early. Would the pump make a lot of noise? I had to try it on my own first. It made noise. I washed my face. No one seemed to move. I headed back to the girls. Now returning to the pump, I started to wash Sonia first, taking my coat off. I then wrapped her in it as I tried to wash her clothes. Just then the sound of a back gate opening. A woman waved us over. We froze. She walked towards us. Come, she smiled. You look like you could do with some help, she said. We followed her. I will ask no questions and I ask you to do the same. I nodded in agreement with her. I have eyes most around here seem to be blind, she said with a sad smile crossing her face. She led us into the kitchen, which was sparse but warm and homely. She headed upstairs, we're standing smiling at our good look. She has returned and is putting some children's clothes on the kitchen table. Their clothes can only be burnt. I have four granddaughters who come and visit when they can. Not very often nowadays, she sighed. The girls started to undress. The stove I am well used to, as it is the same as the one at home. And I start putting the children's clothes in to burn. The smell isn't pleasant. But it will soon pass, she said. She led us into a small scullery, taking down a large tin bath that hangs by a nail on the wall. 
we will have this filled in no time and I will get to meet you two beautiful girls. I'm sure hiding under that muck, she smiled and said, I said, where there's muck, there's luck. For a moment, there was a gentle laughter in the little room. Handing me two towels to wrap the children in, she pointed to a long wooden bench for us to sit on. She headed back into the kitchen, returning with three cups of thin broth. Drink it slowly, she smiled. This smells so good, sighed Sonia. Before long, the large tin bath was full of water. The girls, each with a piece of soap, happily washing themselves. It took two baths of water to get rid of the smell. She's, she was now dressing Sonia, saying, You are lucky I have four granddaughters. When I see clothes in the market, I like to buy it for them. You now look your beautiful selves, she smiled at Sonia. I dressed Abby. She gave us some warm blankets and we curled up on the floor and were soon sound asleep. It was night when she woke me. This is all I can do for you, she said, handing me a bag, filled with what would help us on our way. Now at the kitchen table, all drinking a warm drink, she draws a map of the safest way to pass through the town and out to the countryside. I start to show her the note I had been given. No, I must not see this for your own good. She pushed the note away from herself. I'm talking too much about things that won't help you, sighed Catherine. Not at all. We need to hear of kindness. It lifts the heart, smiled Paula. What happened to the girls? asked Paula. I don't know. We made it to the farm. They were related to the girls. After a month of hiding there, I decided to try and return to my family farm, as my father had built an underground hidden shelter fully stocked. It took me more than three weeks. I waited, starving for two days on the top of a wooded hill with a clear view of the farm, so close and yet so far from the food I craved. I saw no one. The Germans had lost all interest in the farm. On the third night, I made it into the hidden shelter. At last, water and tinned food. I ate so much I made myself sick. I'd eaten too fast. I had the best sleep ever, with the smells of my family around me. But I felt very alone. At night I started to venture out a little further. I needed some fresh air. It was a couple of weeks before I saw anyone. One night I saw some people setting a bomb trap on a roadway. I watched as the German tanks and jeeps were blown apart. I want to do this work, I said to myself. 
I followed them and waited, watching them settle down for a rest. From the a distance, I said, I want to work with you. Guns pointed in my direction. A young woman, who they all seemed to look up to, said, Show yourself. I did. You are but a child. Go home to bed. I have escaped a work factory, bringing two other children to safety of their family. It took me more than three weeks to return home. The farm is deserted. I have safely hidden, I have a safely hidden shelter with food and water. A new voice spoke. We are not safe here. They will be all over this mountain before long. Show of hands. Do we agree to go with this child? All hands went up in the air. They followed me home. That is how, at twelve, I began my war work. Paula. It was Friday evening when Paula heard Philip in the hallway. He tapped on the door. Hi, Philip, you're back, said Paula. Are you busy, he asked. Just finishing up. Let's go down to the kitchen and have a coffee. I need to bring you up to date, said Philip. Now in the kitchen, Paula is looking out of the window. What a beautiful day. Paula says, taking the cup of coffee, Philip is handing her. I have your travel plans here, said Philip, now handing them to her. Take it easy this weekend. You will be on the go from Monday. That evening, Paula sat at the kitchen table, looking at a map of France. We start in a town called Rouen, and then we go to Nantes, Bordeaux, Lyon, Nantes, and oh, it goes on. Then back to Paris. Paula looks up. I finish up in Paris. It is time for you to return to your own family. You have had. You haven't had much time with them. You will always be part of our family," said Grandma, getting up from her chair to give Paula a hug. Paula would never forget. You will come back, Paula. Promise, said Lisa with tears in her eyes. I will write. Maybe someday you will visit me. In my first letter, I will be able to tell you everything. I will come back and visit wherever I can. Our families are linked through history. Paula smiles at Grandma. Okay, Lisa, let's clear the table and we will start making some dress patterns so you can enjoy making some nice dresses while I'm gone, said Paula. They got busy clearing the table, the boys heading out for the evening in the village. Paula heading into the bedroom to get her fashion magazines, now putting them on the table. This is where we start, Lisa. Lisa starts looking through them. And let's see, let's see what you like. I can mix it up anyway, taking what you like 
from the different dresses and making a unique design, or I can just draw a design that I think will look wonderful on you. Lisa looked up from the magazine. That's what I want your design, smiled Lisa. Paula starts to draw. I'm going to draw three different sleeve styles, dresses you can also use to make skirts and some nice trousers full length. You can make them any length from the same pattern. Go get some newspaper and start laying it opened out on the table. There is a box of pins on the dresser in the bedroom, said Paula. Lisa got busy. Paula, now ready, starts to teach Lisa how to pin the pattern that she had just cut out from the newspaper. Go get a pillowcase for pra to practice on, said Grandma. What a good idea, said Paula. Now Lisa stood working with great concentration on her task, pinning and unpinning her practice piece while Paula continued to work at the far end of the table, cutting all the necessary pattern pieces for a fine collection of clothes. Remember, you use the same patterns for all season. It's the material that makes the difference. They smiled at each other. This is how Paula spent the last weekend with her family for God knows how long.